time over. It's fine. Ash, Ash I'm not going to repeat that. We're stuck. <laughs> um, it's, totally it's fine. fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. It's like it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> All, right. All right. Then you lead the way. Introduce us. <laughs> Nick, do you want to do the old intros? Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't. Are we recording? Oh, we are recording. Yeah. Are we recording? Are we, are we really recording this? Yeah, no, we are. We're really we recording. Speed, now. man. <laughs> this, Ash, you can't cut this out, though. You know. I'm not cutting shit, man. <laughs> oh, okay, damn it. Um, <laughs> hey, Ash. Hey, Nick. <laughs> I think we can bypass the P's and Q's for us. Why don't you introduce our new friends? Oh, my goodness. So today's special because we have the guys behind a very exciting uh, theatrical project, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Nope. Death Death Drop Gorgeous. (laughs) Way to go. Literally, I haven't said it wrong once. And then, of course... Until just now. Until just now. I made the movie I say it wrong all the time. It's like, it's your own project and you forget what you called it. Yeah. To be honest, though, though, I'm not surprised that happened because Drop Dead Gorgeous. Hi. Good movie. Um, but I mean, I'm excited about Death Drop Gorgeous too. Um, we really believe you. We really, really, really believe you. Maybe, maybe if I just keep going and I just keep like digging the hole deeper, you'll believe me even more. It's fine. But yeah, so we have the guys behind the movie here. You want to introduce yourselves? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead hi my name is chris dalby i was one of the writers and creators of the film my name is brandon paris i'm one of the writers and creators of the film as well. uh my name is ryan miller i uh primarily worked on sound during the film uh and also a lot of the editing and post-production and my name is micah hearn and i also co-wrote and co-created the film Yes! It's so lovely to meet you guys, finally. I know Nick's been in communication with you because I am terrible at social media, but it's also because I'm lazy. And I I feel like I can't contribute to the conversation successfully. So that's why I'm, like, the nerd behind the camera. Like, give me all the meat so that I can put together a nice sandwich. I am the Subway sandwich artist of this podcast. You know, like, yeah, you you make the sandwich, and then I try to make it look pretty. That's kind of... Yeah, condiments, yeah. my friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this like podcast about me at all, but I definitely was a Subway sandwich artisan, and that was our full title. No, that yeah. was great. I did actually have to put the like three meats, three cheeses, four olives on at a time. Uh, at a time, that is so no, that much. That's dedication, my friend. It's my, it was my first. It was my first job before I made it big in the movie industry. Right, yeah. Industry. <laughs> I had uh, I had a taste of the movie industry when I was about eighteen, and I was about to go to college. And one of my friends made an indie film, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to be like my boom mic gaffer?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And I was like. Well, fuck, I'm five feet tall, and I'm not helping anybody out right now. <laughs> oh, like see, higher. Higher. Um, higher. Ash, I, I thought, can't go higher. Ash, I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to mention the time that you were an extra in the Jonas Brothers movie. No, I've already <laughs> talked about that enough. I'm going to need that full story. Yeah. Oh, my God. So I was friends with somebody in high school, and she was full-blown into Joe Bro fever and would troll those message boards. 
like every day i'm not joking like every day after school and she was like oh my god the jonas brothers are filming their movie in manhattan we grew up 25 minutes from manhattan she's like i really want to go i got us backstage passes so we could be extras but i can't go unless you go because you're 18 (laughs) and my mom will let me go without you you're like obviously yes Yes. Obviously, yes. I want to high five baby Kevin Jonas. That's in my. <laughs> in I did. I did not high five baby Kevin Jonas, but I did high five his mom. So that's pretty close. <laughs> I like his mom. Yeah, his mom's super nice. Is that in the movie? No, it was like so when they filmed it. It was like um, they were filming the actual like concert scene. So they had a bunch of people fill in one section, and then they digitally copied us to fill the entire arena. That so there's of multiple of you in the there Jonas Brothers. There are multiple thing? of me in there. Yeah. I didn't know that part. I got a free Joe Bros concert, so you know, hey. it wasn't bad. Oh yeah, but I was gonna say I'm sure you were like super. It excited. wasn't bad, but it, like it was better that it was free. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Why, why even aspire further? You hit it. You. Yeah. That's it. Should have quit while I was ten. She was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna now I'm gonna comfortably retire into like doing doing this podcasting thing. That's what I'm gonna This is my retirement project. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I connect with Nick, talk online. Best best extra in a Jonas Brothers film or yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a Razzie but worse. <laughs> I don't know. I would be super proud of having a Razzie. I mean, I mean, I'd be happy with having anything, really. <laughs> and low maintenance. I mean, people, most, most you you guys might not, but most people, when I say, hey, Spice World, the Spice Girls movie won a Razzie, when I say that as, like, a hopeful statement, most people are like, yeah, duh. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, that, that's inspiration. It is. For your life. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I am looking for inspiration to spice up. My life. All day, every day. Like, literally. That's all I ever want to do. It makes me super sad that they want a Razzie because I feel like it's better than that. I could be be looking at it from gay rose-colored glasses and it's really not that great. I was definitely 11 when I first saw that movie. It was definitely like, oh, this is real movie. This is real cinema, right? Yeah, this is, I mean, Alan Cumming. Yes, please. I mean, I would argue, I would argue it still is. came all over my child. Between like <laughs> Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion to oh. spice up your life, like I basically was just like Alan Cumming is like a star, right? Like he's, yeah, he's a big deal. Yeah, and then I realized I'm like, oh no, you're a B movie gay dude. <laughs> oh my god, I started watching Burlesque. Oh yeah, the other night and Another he's in that one. too. He's everywhere. And he plays some gay sassy doorman. No, he's yeah. literally one of the best men that we did not know that raised us <laughs> he's really oh yeah he's like he's like our collective gay godfather he is a pillar in the gay core values he's been watching out for us since the early 90s right um, um hi josie and the pussycats oh my God. God. yes i also like i can't i can't let burlesque go mentioned without saying wagon wheel watusi so now oh, yeah, I it's it. like her like her tryout song yeah and she's like Christina's like, I can do all the dances. I know all of them. Da, 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 da. And then Cher's like, Why can we walk to see? 
I'm like a super terrible gay because I've actually never seen burlesque because I've only heard terrible things about it. Well, right. Um, You're you're a lesbian. Twice to it, so. But I have I, a feeling it, it's kind it, of like the gay version of glitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's basically homework. Yeah. Yeah. It's on <laughs> Netflix now, so I'm into it. I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, no, I mean, Ash, I do feel like for you, it would really be more like, like for, for a gay man, it's like, oh my God, what is happening? But for you, you'd be like, I understand what's happening here. I get all the people are in this movie, but like, <laughs> like it's just not the same. You know? <laughs> no, that's fair. I will accept that. That my place is not in the burlesque inner circle. <laughs> I also still think to myself, like, how did Christina Aguilera do that? Because, like, what is she doing now? Like, I don't like what what happened. Did she already have a kid by the time no, burlesque happened? Mike, Mike Ahern. Mike Ahern is one of the biggest Christina Aguilera or ex Tina fans. But yeah, I have a weird. Yes, like... Mike, give us the tea about Christina and burlesque. <laughs> I don't have the current tea, but I did read a think piece that. Um... <laughs> Are you still recording? <laughs> oh yeah, now it's recording. Keep it rolling. Do not hit. No, stop. I just read this. I will not hit stop line. until we're dead tired. I just read this think piece the other day that was like, why burlesque is better than a star is born. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 forget the, I forget the talking points. But was, it, like, was it like an editorial in the Provincetown prefet, like free press? Right, yeah. Wait, so the big question is, were you convinced? I didn't read them all. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like any millennial, I just read the headline and kept scrolling. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't just you're a like, headline. <laughs> no, you just read it, you're like, shrew. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, so, I just liked so it on true. Twitter and I kept scrolling. <laughs> I don't know. I have follow-up questions, like, which version of The Star is Born are we talking about? You know what I mean? Like, I would assume we're talking about the Lady Gaga one. Yeah, I think they were talking about the Lady Gaga one, because yeah. the Judy Garland one was, um, can't is, you can't fight that one. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like if we were talking about the Barbara Streisand version, I would much, much more likely be like, yeah, oh no, I get that, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you I don't know. Eat everyone at this table. I just no, I love Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand and I have a great relationship, but <laughs> <laughs> I love. I so so. Here's the thing about me and Lady Gaga: we're both Italian. We're both from New York. She and I are born like she's the twenty. So you're gonna say she and I were both born this way. <laughs> born this way, yeah. No, she was born the twenty seventh of March. I was born the 29th of March. Like I feel a bond with Stephanie Germanata. Yeah. Um, on like on a, like an astrological level is what you're. Talking yeah, about. literally, we're both we're both fiery Aries, you know. So, I mean. I, I I have none of the fortune and fame of of Lady Gaga, but 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 I. If you did, we would be in a much different situation right now. <laughs> yeah, we would be, but that's not that <laughs> we're here. All I'm saying is, is Lady Gaga wrote all that music for that movie, so I don't know if you could compare burlesque and Lady Gaga's version of <laughs> Star Is Born because Christina Aguilera did not write that music. I mean, um, maybe Chad Michaels did. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, and and if we're really talking about burlesque, is Cher really not the star of that movie? So. So, you know. I actually also read, I can't believe I'm talking about burlesque. Keep it going. Keep it <laughs> we going. We watched Spookies. I also read that Cher hates that fucking movie and she's... She hates Spookies? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you 
no, like that's work. Just you think she'd love all the prosthetic work in that film? <laughs> she looks great. <laughs> she looks great. Yeah, no, I guess she regrets doing burlesque. I don't know. Fine. She should not. Did not affect her career at all. She has she has a new fragrance out, so whatever. Is it called Think Piece? <laughs> I wish. Not, I'm not buying it. I bought it. I bought it for my husband for Christmas because he's a share fanatic. But it's called Eau du Couture. Um, oh. Okay. And she has, it's weird. She has like all of these really small snippet like Instagram commercials on her Instagram for it. And there's one where she's like, this is going to make me smell like a cheap whore in five seconds. And I was like, what is she doing? I want my husband to smell like a cheap whore in five seconds. Amazon, let's go. Amazon. Lately it's been 15, but I need five. I need five to keep us magical alive. She was like, like, she's talking about the story about one of my ex-boyfriends I don't feel bad about it I didn't even feel bad about it at the time but I sprayed the inside of his jacket with my perfume and then he kept saying to me I can't get you off my mind and like that was the end of the story and that was the commercial I feel like a lot of Cher's stories are like disjointed fever dreams anyway because she's been around so long that the timelines just don't match up and she doesn't like she should not care she she has earned the right not to care. So, I'm also curious if inside of my jacket seam is an innuendo or like literal. Oh, um, that would be good. I, 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 <laughs> I think she was talking about literally spraying the inside of her boyfriend's jacket with her perfume, but I didn't even think about that. Well, I'm excited for her like Lynch and Instagram commercials. All <laughs> we want more Lynch. Yeah, we want yeah. more David Lynch and Cher collaborations. <laughs> well, it sounds like David Lynch found dead. It sounds like these commercials are. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, anyway, what are we here to do tonight? Um, well, this is this is Copulators Diverse Pumpkins. I'm sure you realize that because you turned this on, um, but. Um, it's special night because first we're going to talk a little bit about, and I'm going to get it right this time, Death Drop Gorgeous. Nice. Yay. Yay. And then we asked the men behind the, the blockbuster film to pick a movie <laughs> to talk about. And, and they chose Spookies from 1986 slash 1987, depending upon where you look. Um, <laughs> it's time there's a time discrepancy somewhere. There is. There's like a whole saga behind it. I don't know if you guys know the whole story, but I did research. Um, oh, we, we went in blind. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally fine. We never heard of this movie before. Like, okay, so do you guys know um, Night of the Demons? Yes. Yeah. Oh my uh. god, this is that situation where we were like, "What is Spookies?" and then we found it. Um, FYI, everyone, it is for free on YouTube right now. I highly doubt that me saying that will get it taken down. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 another one of those 80s movies that it's like, number one, where did this come from? Why did this happen? But also, it's an enjoyable fever dream. It's but, a trip. But before we go any further, before we started watching the film, Brandon was like, when I was in seventh grade, this was my favorite movie ever that I watched over and over and over. So you saying that discretionary note 
plus what I got before we watched the movie of Brandon being like, this shaped who I was. <laughs> is a very I, important distinction to note. Right. No, I feel I feel as if I know you now. <laughs> um there was there was like a quote in the beginning of this one article that I read about how they wanted this movie to be marketed as um there's like a monster per minute. And I, I wouldn't say there's a monster per minute, but there's a lot of monsters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now like if you like, you can extrapolate for me. You can extrapolate the scene in Land of the Demons where Angela is doing that really uncomfortable like dance where she's becoming the demon. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that that whole thing is that's basically me anytime Fleetwood Mac comes on, I get it. Yeah, that's, that's basically that that was my high school aesthetic. So that... <laughs> I'd be actual friends in real life. Like I I'm just gonna go on a limb on that one. <laughs> yep. Oh absolutely. Mm-hmm. Death Drop Gorgeous. I almost did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Whatever your movie is called. <laughs> Whatever your movie is called. I'm super excited about it, but I can't, you know, I'm not even remembering the name properly, but that's totally fine. Um, so, you know, Ash and I are aware of the premise and what it's about, but um, what I would like you guys to do, if if you will, you know, let us ask you to do something is to just kind of tell us the the premise um you know how did this happen and what we should be looking forward to if you will Ooh, girl that's a big one i'm gonna no, i'm gonna throw that over to mike because mike has got this one uh what is our movie about? So, Mike? Death Drop Gorgeous is a drag exploitation slasher film that is along the veins of 80s horror meets John Waters meets um, Giallo slash Dario Argento films. Okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. So, <laughs> like, I mean. Like, yeah, no, all, sorry, sorry to cut you off. So no. obviously all we've seen is the trailer, mm-hmm. but um, the the prospect of there being like a homosexual drag queen Suspiria <laughs> <laughs> is something that's like very exciting to me. I feel like when they redid Suspiria, I now feel duped because it was not a drag queen themed version of Suspiria. Right, but there was Tilda Swinton, so... I mean, I guess we can bridge the gap with Tilda Swinton. Um, We we would like to say you were Swintoned. (laughs) (laughs) Tilda Swinton did play a glory hole in our movie, though, so... (laughs) She did play a major role in our movie. (laughs) And James Franco. Yeah, She played a toaster, a glory hole, and a cop car. (laughs) Give her the Oscar. I mean, if I had the power to do that, you know. (laughs) Well, let's be honest, though. If I had the power to give anybody um, uh, acting awards, the Spice Girls would have won something for Spice World. So that's... Bring it back. Posh Spice? We're back on that. I know we're back on that, but that's just... Like, I can't... I have to speak my truth, so I'm sorry. (laughs) 
I am behind you, and I will write the think piece that Posh Spice deserved in the Academy Award. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like Alan Cumming should win, like, the, uh, you know, the Lifetime Achievement Award for yeah. gay acting, like, for being the constant gay supporting actor and everything. There's yeah, still time yeah. for that. There's still time for that. Yeah. But I mean, literally... Literally, I don't know why more people don't audition for, like, acting school with that little monologue that Posh Spice has about her dress being dry clean only. Uh, <laughs> her little Gucci dress or her little Gucci dress. No, no, no when she's in the water after the boat crash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick, I don't realize, but you and Mike are speaking the same exact language. Yeah. Like, oh. not only are you saying what you're saying, but while you're saying it, he is dipping more simple syrup into <laughs> his pre-made Manhattan that he uh. prepared for this conversation. So as you're talking, he's dipping more simple syrup, being like, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I, yes, these are my people. We have found each other. <laughs> yes, we have found each other. Um... That's thank, what, thank, that's you, what, internet. thank you, Internet. I was going to say, that's what Copulators Die First is here for. We're here to foster spooky friendships across yes. the world. Yeah, well, yeah, really, yeah. you're not that far because you're in Rhode Island. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> geographically speaking, that's geographically the point. Speaking. It's at least a Megabus ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, get that $1 ticket, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. We've been like, networking all kinds of queer horror people too we've been all over the place like we're um, we met the guys at scream queen the scream queen documentary roman and tyler they've been awesome um a couple other uh podcasts too um other other actors in gay horror films look who have reached out so it's kind of cool to have yeah. like all the support um, what with all of the love towards alan coming i wanted to like bring up that one of our major like music creators to the film was bright light bright lights which is a big new york um name but like they partner with alan cummings Constantly for the Romy Michelle's like night. Uh, he, the, that's his bar. Was that his sorry. bar? Yes. Uh, bright light, bright light. He DJs every. Is it every Sunday? Every Saturday. Every um, Saturday. At three. Yeah, mm -hmm. at Club Coming. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, and so he wrote a song for us actually for Death Drop Gorgeous, which is really exciting. And then when we're like, hey, we have more needs. He's like, here's two more songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, we really, really love a like bright light, bright lights, which mm -hmm. is. Rob Thomas, like he's the sweetest. Um, and then, um, but also him and Alan, Alan, like they partner a lot. They do a lot of things. It sounds like we're just trying to like. We're yeah. one degree away from Alan Cummings. We're so <laughs> close. He's like our best friend. That's what we're um, so basically, Alan Cumming is our like gay godfather at this point. Yeah. Right. So wait, so so <laughs> the, the avenues are very different, but I'm technically also one degree away from Alan Cumming because my husband in high school made out with him at a bar. Hey! Oh! So you indirectly made out with Alan Cumming? Yeah. yeah. One time. Question mark, yeah. <laughs> That's how that works? Yeah. Oh, love that. So I, We know each other so well. I know. It's like a little gay family picnic. I'm all about it. <laughs> okay. Um, so do you want to tell us about your relationship with Spookies? in relation to Death Drop Gorgeous and how that kind of inspired you. Brandon, lead the way. Brandon, Brandon give it to me, my friend. I want to know. All of it. I, I feel like, um, I think both films have a pretty like punk attitude towards the filmmaking. I think it was like, these guys had a vision or like, this is completely batshit crazy, but we're just going to make it. And it's, <laughs> they did. Um, I think we kind of had the same attitude. It was like, you know what? Like, we have a great idea. Let's just do it. And you know, shoot first, ask questions later, um, we <laughs> yeah. did. 
And um, we ended up making a pretty fun movie. Uh, yeah, I feel like the Spookies guys are kind of on the same path. I mean, that movie is just like a fucking kaleidoscope of every idea that all of them had just kind of mashed together. So, yeah. How many directors? <laughs> there were three directors and five, and five writers, I think I read, yeah. or like three writers, three directors. I don't know. It was Which we but... relate to on like a very yeah. common. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's a lot of us. Uh, I mean, there's only like five of us that worked on the pro. There were the big names behind the yeah. project, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no spookies. Um, yeah, they did. They had three writers, but it was two originally, and then they shot the full film in 1984. Mind okay. you, this came out in 1986 and 1987. But their major backer was this, like, you know, rich guy named Michael, um, and he was basically like you can make other movies with my company if you make me a horror movie. So that's what that's what Spookies is, but it was originally not called Spookies because their script was called Twisted Souls, which I, oh, yeah. oh. I feel like that was would have been a better title for this. But anyway, but so then, so they shot the whole film and then this Michael guy was like, your film is too long because it was an hour and 45 minutes and they got into a whole big fight and yep. the two writers went off the project and they got this woman who at the time was only editing like softcore porn to edit <laughs> it down and then she realized that when she was editing it down she needed to now shoot more things to make it make sense so so then she finished writing what became spookies they reshot it and then there's this there was this whole paragraph in this article on the dissolve.com about how she got into this like like brawl out fight with this michael guy who financed the film uh specifically about the fart noises in the basement oh my <laughs> yeah. god yeah the, the, no, the golems the golems yeah. yeah yeah because she was like no like dude I might have only been editing porn before this, but I'm pretty sure that these fart noises don't make sense. And yeah. he was like, no, I want the fart noises and uh-huh. I'm paying for everything. So you got to keep the fart noises in. Uh, we have so to do like a full on conversation about the fart noises while they were happening because everyone like we were talking like, is this mummy or is this Gollum? And uh, like a mummy doesn't make sense. Gollum makes sense because I'm like, all right, these are mud people. Mud right, people right. fart, but yeah, there was farts and like pig grunts. <laughs> a yeah. lot of grunts. It yeah. was, and like it was, it was, it was like the most prominent noise in the track. Like it was very loud. It's really loud. <laughs> it's it's there. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, but apparently every. Uh, review of this film mentioned the fart noises. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is that is Spooky's legacy. Like Vinegar Syndrome just put out on Blu-ray and we got a copy of it. And there's like a making of DVD yet. And we haven't watched it yet, but I'm super psyched to watch the uh, the documentaries. I'm sure it's gonna, it's going to be insane. I don't know how it will be. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm sure I'm sure that that it will be an entertaining tale. But like, uh, <laughs> uh, my gosh, Ashley, what is what is the Nightmare on Elm Street documentary called? Never Sleep Again? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love that. Do- that documentary may be like, what, seven, eight hours? I think I've watched it like ten times. Because it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Like all the all the behind-the-scenes stuff. 
unfortunately, the one for the Friday the Thirteenth franchise is not as exciting. It's Agreed. boring. Yeah. Um, the Halloween, the Halloween one is excellent. I haven't no. seen that one. Is it like um, uh, it's like new-ish within like the last decade. It's called Twenty Five Years of Terror. Nice. I started yeah. watching the Hellraiser one that came out. I saw part one, part two. Uh, I think it's on Shutter or soon. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. yeah. I I don't know. I couldn't make it through the. It was so. It was so British. It was very, it was very like clinical and like, and then this is what happened next. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is not, this is not as interesting as I was hoping it would be. Um, but to each their own. So anyway, <laughs> back to, back to your movie. Cause I cut you off and then I don't know what happened, but we went on a very gay tangent and now we're here. So Hello. death drop gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed the name that time. Yeah. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so you started telling us what it's about, but then, then I interrupted you. <laughs> um, Michael, do we have more to say what it's about? Should we say more? Um, Tell us what it's about, Michael. Without going in too depth in depth in, with the synopsis, it's just kind of about to outsiders who feel alienated within their own already alienated alienated communities. Um, and it's sort of just about these two parallel stories of this aged drag queen who is being replaced uh, by younger drag queens. And um, this character who's going through a breakup that's kind of retreating back to the city of Providence and trying to rebuild his life and navigate the dating scene. Um, and there's a masked murderer who's just killing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you throw that in the middle of all of this drama. You're like, all right, so this is this, you right. know, yeah. the sadness so... <laughs> of being an outsider, but all of us are being picked off one by one. What yeah. does that mean? Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's about, uh, without getting too, like, thematic and about it, it's just about, like, the, the very real monsters within our community um and sort of um i don't know us fucking ruining everything <laughs> a lot of like conversations in our film are kind of based on things that we've experienced or our friends have experienced so there's like some truth to some of this well actually a good chunk of the stuff that happens some of it is just like yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. If a lawyer ever asked us, no, I have no idea what these people are talking about. <laughs> So there's not going to be, like, uh, based on true events at the beginning of your movie? No, because... <laughs> Probably not so. No, because literally Kitty Witter would sue us. Um, That's fine. That's totally fine. All, all I'm saying is, like, you know, like, how any possession movie, it's, like, this is based on true events, and then it's, like, yeah. Yeah. you know... So that's not... No, but, I mean, um, I'm super excited about it. Um, it sounds It sounds very jalo to me, which is, like, obviously... Not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of nods to Jalo films. Um, Jalo, for those who don't know who that is, his movies are number one. They're Italian. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're also not Italian. We want to. I'm a little Italian. <laughs> Little just, just a sprinkle. Oh. I mean, yeah. Technically, I'm voiceovers are believable. <laughs> um, but you know, like his movies typically deal with like 
not necessarily always a very true life thing like concept going on but they're very dark they're very almost like there's like a tinge of like noir to them mm-hmm. um but the but like the the deaths are pretty gruesome slash there's a lot of blood um <laughs> um and they're they're typically like very not always but pretty creative ways that that they die like it's not just like i'm stabbing you i'm stabbing you i'm stabbing you but like there typically is those types of deaths in his movies, but they're also like a little bit like more like off the beaten pathways to kill a human being as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I will say from what I've seen from the trailer, that seems very jalo. There, there seems to be a lot of fake blood is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a yeah. lot of fake blood, a lot of bright um, sort colors. of psychedelic colors Yeah, um, was something we were going for. We try to keep our, our gore pretty gross too. It's like it's the movie itself can be campy at times, but the gore is like not really that campy. It's pretty gross. Yeah. But <laughs> so. like oh, our movie is a hundred percent campy at times, and then <laughs> it, when we get gross and we get, when we get to horror and murder, we get gross with that. Like Brand, so Brandon is our <laughs> Brandon is our like number one like litmus test. If is this gross enough? <laughs> and no matter what we did, Brandon was like, "Yeah, but could it be grosser?" <laughs> and I think. I think in that whole, like, I grew up in, like, an 80s, 90s, I have a very specific <laughs> gauge of what is gross. Brandon helped keep that in the movie. Like, and he kept, in a 2019, 2020, whenever this fucking movie gets released, Brandon made sure that that gore was at, like, that pinnacle of 1985 gross. Yeah, no, yeah. it's always very 85. <laughs> we, we were also super... I don't know if you guys watch or uh, watch Dragula. Oh, but, yes. <laughs> yeah, so um, Victoria Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Black from season two, uh-huh. she actually did a bunch of our special effects, which is super exciting. Yeah. Uh, she did three of the deaths in our movie, which is really cool. Um, and she was super... She's insanely talented and she like absolutely knew what we needed and really brought the gore to set um we're like here's this disgusting scene and she's like yeah "Yeah, but did you like did you think about the nuance of like how that skin separates and the blood (laughs) splats and we're like thank you this is exactly why we hired you because this is gross yeah yeah Mm. Um, <laughs> as we were talking about before, there's a specific specific reason I didn't become a doctor because human bodies being cut into does not make me feel good. But that is not the same thing as horror movies. Um, so I get that. I get. I I I appreciate gore. Um, and I mean, so like, I'm just thinking like, how many more ways can there be to like creatively kill a human being? Like. For me, when Jason took a woman's head and put it in a vat of liquid nitrogen and Jason X, I was like, well, what is there left to do? (laughs) I mean, Uh, to be fair, I feel like that's the only thing that actually saved that movie. Agreed. Oh my god, Ash, I'm so on board with that. That was the only highlight of that movie. Um, To be fair, though, to be fair, and this is not a spoiler, it's like actually when we like started writing the film, like what was important when we started writing the film, we're like, we would like to kill somebody using a glory hole. Oh, absolutely. Oh, 
Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> when else will there be an opportunity for this, you know? And so I mean, like my from my perspective, it can go like a variety of ways. And I'm not sure with how you guys went with it, but like it's gross in my brain and I'm excited to see it. <laughs> we, we want that question to be like, all right, so we kill somebody through a glory hole and we really <laughs> want that to stand out in people's memory. But that we want that to ruin your night. <laughs> I don't think the final death's been done yet. I haven't seen that one. You can't give that away, but I think that's like no one's seen that yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. <laughs> we got some good we got kills. Some surprises. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, just good. You're not gonna give us anything. That's totally fine. I get it. <laughs> what do you want? So, what do you want? What, I don't what know. Is, <laughs> what is your litmus test for like this is too gross? Like we've gone too far. Oh, that's a great one. Because every single death we went, we're like, oh god, did we? It go could be far? better. Yeah. <laughs> no, we went. That was gross. That was. Did we achieve our goal of being like that was too gross? And yeah. every time we're like. Is the world gonna be able to accept our movie? That was a moment. That was a moment, right? Yeah, yeah. I, th I think I don't know. How, I don't think you can go far enough as long as there's no animals involved. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Oh, that's fair. That, that, I'm so glad you said that because the one thing that makes me angry about any horror movie is when the dog dies. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also like. We do kill a dog, like, but I'm gonna let you watch the movie for. No. We not are, a dog dog. We also yeah, like use like um Oh I see. Okay. Fake meat for some scenes. There's not even like real meat in some of the gore. It's like actually like fake meat. It's tofu. <laughs> yeah. Like not yeah. even like no animal guts. <laughs> tofu guts. <laughs> but actually like it's hard to explain. It looks good. I'm not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! It doesn't. It doesn't matter what you say. I'm on board for this movie. Like that, you can't take that away from me. You know what I mean? Um, I'm super excited. It sounds fantastic. As I said, it's like all of my interests and ashes tied up in a nice, neat little box. And I don't think we are alone in saying that. There are plenty of homosexuals out there that love horror movies. So. You know, hey, like, talk, like brag about our movie, but I think like our movie is coming at an angle that no queer movie has done yet. It's like it's kind of telling stories that haven't been done in queer cinema, which I'm excited about too. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting take on it too. It's uh, it's not, it's not, it's not like other gays. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not your stereotypical gays. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think it relies heavily on like stereotypes no. in the gay community like a lot of other movies do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, yeah, like there's there's like characters that you'll recognize and like you're like, oh, yeah, I see that in like, you know, my friends or I, I recognize <laughs> that type of like drag queen or whatever. But those are sort of like I feel like more surface like characteristics. That's not really what like the characters are about or like what the story is about. I feel like it goes deeper than that. Um, like they're actually real people that you can connect with um, yeah. regardless of whether you're, you know, gay or straight or whatever. So, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah, like like th like this happens to be the setting, but these are just people living their lives. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. and then they happen to find themselves in the '80s horror movie that also. <laughs> I think like a lot of people. You know, you find yourself at a glory hole. And <laughs> yeah, that's... you know, as one does. All. I think I think like anyone that's ever felt like an outsider in the gay community is gonna find like solace and like. Um, uh, they're gonna get attached to some of the characters in the film. I think it's just like a different angle, a different story that this, that's not being advertised. That's actually super real, and it is like a super fucking big issue in our community because it's 
as exciting as you know that we claim to be, I feel like we're not there yet. I think there's a lot of people need to like let their guard down and start letting other people in and stop judging and let people be people. Yeah. Um, right. And any straight people who watch it who are deeply concerned about the homosexual <laughs> agenda are going to be more, more concerned about the homosexual agenda and what we are all like kind of falling victim to on a daily basis. Right. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what Mike Pence would think about this movie. Oh, God. oh he would love it. It would yeah. get harder in a couple. Of I mean, he would probably secretly love it, right? Like, he would probably be like, "Oh no, this is against all my morals and values and religion," but like. I'm excited to see the homosexual perspective on on a different level than just being a stereotypical token character. Thank yeah. you. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really hard to get the representation that you want in horror movies. And Nick and I did a whole series on this back in June for Pride Month and how Anytime there is LGBTQ representation in film, it's often negative or it's often not represented correctly and with the right education. So I'm excited to see where that's coming from, from the actual gay lens. Yeah. Yeah. And I I mean, oh no, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. And I think like, I think um, straight filmmakers fall victim to that, but I actually have seen a lot of um, gay horror cinema recently and i'm not going to name names really bash any but even their portrayals are very tropish and actually kind of like insulting like some of the characters they've created i'm like oh like that two-dimensional gay guy you just wrote is so like ew like i'm offended (laughs) like yeah i I agree it's it's a hard pill to swallow and i feel like it's our I don't want to say it's our job within the community to do better, but I feel like we need to vocalize the, where the errors are coming from and kind of address that more head on and be like, hey, these portrayals of our community within our community are unacceptable and we need to do better for each other and for future generations because gay cinema and especially gay horror cinema is a very niche market that is like very central to gay culture. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I definitely, because especially during Pride Month, um, I think for us, like, like we did, so we did like, because there's four weeks in a month, if if you remember this from grade school, but we did like, what? we did LGBT, so we like we did a lesbian-centered film, a bisexual-centered film, which was kind of hard to find ultimately. But we did what? We did The Hunger, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then we got to trans, and it was like, what do we even pick? Right. <laughs> there was... What's not offensive? <laughs> yeah. 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 What's offensive and what's horror? Actually, yeah. um, Assassination Nation. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah. We did um yeah. we did Seed of Chucky. And then, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, which, like, again, like, that's not like the worst portrayal, but like, <laughs> ultimately, what's it's, his name? Like, Spawn of Chucky, what's his name? Oh. Becomes girl version of himself after he has a mental break, right? So it's just like, right, there's always this, like, oh, you're crazy, you're gay because you're crazy, you're trans because you're crazy. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Um, but, um, what I think is really uh, smart here as well is like a drag club is surprisingly like a very like central place for almost anyone in the human race because like there can be a bachelorette party coming in and like they're the annoying straight white girls or whatever That's and then there's the you know, movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, so excited I was, 
I would have to assume so, right? Like, you can't deal with a drag club without there being an annoying bachelorette that gets up on stage with a drag queen, right? Oh, you're so going to be excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, yeah, so it's like like an equalizer for everyone. And, like, then you can talk about things. Like, that's that's the great thing about horror and something that we talk about a lot is that, like, you can slip in real world issues and talk about them in ways that in another context would be, like, blasphemous through the lens of oh we're gonna just like cut up some people and it's gonna be fun and then you're gonna leave and you're gonna be like wow that was great but then you think about things and it's like oh yeah that's I see the problem here or you know it stems a conversation about x y or z so hopefully I mean basically what I'm saying is as I'm super excited for this movie and if there's gonna be a sequel we should probably be involved because we're best friends now yes Yes. absolutely yeah right Um, I just I just want to be the butch death in your film that's all I've ever wanted in life (laughs) that can be arranged yes kill me off in the most excruciating way possible I'll even bring my own fake meat guts it's fine (laughs) Guys, my wife made chili. Like, (laughs) you just show up with a slow cooker full of chili. Yeah, just throw it on me, boys. I'm ready. Like, we can find a way to kill you with a slow cooker too. Uh, All of my dreams as a butch housewife. I just mm, kill me with a slow cooker. (laughs) Is there a lesbian glory hole we could come up with? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, Ash. Ash, are there are, le- are there lesbian glory holes? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I personally never experienced one, but like, <laughs> you know, the world is a weird place, and I wouldn't at all be astonished if there was one. I'm sure, you know, those those lesbian. And I can say this because I have so many lesbian friends. Um, <laughs> those lesbians are crafty, so I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> Maybe we're in the wrong business. Maybe we should be making lesbian glory holes. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've seen weirder shit on the internet, so. True, true. <laughs> I've, I've seen some wish advertisements on Facebook. I know what's going on. Oh, my God. But I, one popped the other day. It was, like, it was like a gimp mask for a cat. Shannon, I was about to say it was with a gimp mask. I I always get advertisements for the really poorly made pup masks from Wish, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> like, you know, these things are about? based on your internet search history. It's don't 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 tell me what I may or may not be <laughs> a little paranoid that it's more just like search history. Not to go on a tangent. But one time I was at my friend's house and I needed deodorant, so I used his deodorant. And then I just started getting ads for the deodorant brand he had. Oh, and they I, know. And I didn't even. <laughs> I was like, "Are they connected to my eyes or your arm- yeah. or my armpits?" It was yeah, terrifying. They know. they know. Yeah, I don't like that. They know every bit of that you were doing. But like... that that deodorant application is tied to your location services. So... <laughs> oh my god. They're following me. Honestly, Brandon just showed me this gimp mask. I know you can't see it, but it's. I can see it. I can see it. It's insane. It's it's actually upsetting. That's why would you do that to your cat? I don't know. She's a spitter. She's a spitter. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm uncomfortable. Right. No, that you're welcome. That's not something <laughs> in the universe. But like, 
And then, like, they just, like, they always have that, like, it's the underwear that they're crotchless or, like, the ones that have, like, like, the tunnel for your peen. And I'm just like, why? (laughs) It's like a shape. It's a shape. Yeah. Like why why is this happening to me? No, my actually my like my aggressive like response to this is being like, no, you're spying on me. I'm gonna be deny that this is a search object, but I think it's okay. And then when I started searching on all of my Amazon orders, I started getting really good accurate things being like you're right this is something i would buy <laughs> this is a hundred percent something i would buy I'm like, Correct. i do need this 15 pack of extendable back scratchers how did you know yeah. <laughs> i mean are you working for amazon how did you know that? right <laughs> so that's that's my favorite thing about sharing a prime account with someone because like my mom started like my mom moved so she started buying like all of these like toiletries on Amazon. She bought like all these like storage things on Amazon. And then, and then like all of my suggestions changed to like, do you want this like 50 gallon tub? Um, just, you know, they're on sale right now. Or like, do you want, do you want like a 12 pack of like St. Ives shaving cream? And I'm like, no, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> Stop asking. Stop asking. So. <laughs> I'm not going to ask each of you your favorite kills of the movie because that'll give too much away. You should because I recorded them. Wait, of our movie or the oh. or Spookies? Either or. You can oh, give me either I, or. I got Spookies ready. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, give it to me. Give me the let's Spookies. Just, let's jump into Spookies because what? there's there's <laughs> no way. Jump into? Do you mean start? Right. Because <laughs> like, how do you like, there's, there's no, there's no subtle way to like, get into this movie, because it's not subtle in any way. So right. I don't know. What I you're think, talking about. I think the most like shocking thing was like starting with this child who's birthday it was and then he just gets killed and that's that like right in the first five minutes it's but just like it was definitely like a molesty i'm a pedophile let's fuck right yeah, oh right oh for yeah sure. that that, that sure. guy that was like smoking a cigarette across the street from him like what why was he even there yeah why yeah. were either of them there yeah yeah the kid was never well i mean why was any of the characters <laughs> yeah. why were any of the characters there it didn't explain he's what they were doing he's celebrating his birthday and he has a plan <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be honest though that kid kind of looked like he wanted to get buried. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't really no, as they're like throwing the dirt on him, he's like not this even saying exactly anything. He's just dad. kind of like squirming yeah. around and like whatever. And the grave is only like maybe a foot deep, maybe like ten inches. Yeah, yeah. he's like, this is fine. That kid was like, I want to get buried (laughs) like like it's almost as if that like weird like are they like vampires like what that's the other thing i don't understand what those like dark-faced characters are they vampires are they zombies like obviously dark-faced what do you mean like the like the guy that looked like nose he didn't look like Nosferatu he looked like like a Devil May Cry character and like his like, little <laughs> weird little like golden vests oh yeah he had like a dog little dogs yeah, yeah they yeah. like whimpered like dogs yeah, yeah. He, he, he has a little bell on his neck a little collar oh he does yeah he also yeah. has spurs basically <laughs> basically what I'm trying to get at here is I think that there's like a very specific like kinky undertone to this movie yes. um. Because I think that, like, clearly that, like, vampire dude was, like, the puppy to the sorcerer guy. And then, and then, like, the weird vampire dude 
for this 13-year-old boy who was sad that his birthday had come and gone with his parents not acknowledging it like him getting the dirt thrown on him like the vampire dude unlocked this like thing in him that was like oh i enjoy this <laughs> yeah, yeah. go True. with it go True. with it whatever you're unraveling True. where you're here for and yeah whatever. so that's that's why he stopped fighting and then he died so it's fine <laughs> but don't worry he eventually emerged and tried to like hunt down the but there, woman. There yeah. wasn't even like emphasis on him emerging. He was just no. like kind of in the there, background as there. a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the same thing with the guy that was smoking a cigarette. Oh, actually that's not true because he had like a full like second moment of being like, I'm the guy that was smoking a cigarette and a jean jacket and I'm a zombie now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm just it was, a, I'm just a pedophile and I'm here with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now that I'm I, gonna blend into the sea of zombie makeup. It's fine. Yeah, and now that I learned there were, like, 15 writers on this, like, it makes fucking sense. Because it, it was just, like, every... They were, like, going from scene to scene, like, and how about a monster that looks like this, guys? And they were just like, yep, signed, co-signed, go ahead, do it, make it. And then it's... Well, right. but, like, then my, but then my question becomes, could they not have worked a little bit harder at making a cohesive story? <laughs> How um, dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Did you not even enjoy the movie? Oh, no, 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 no. I did enjoy this movie. How I, <laughs> I don't know if I enjoyed it because it was fantastic, but I enjoyed it because it's from the 80s and it's a horror movie. Um, my favorite part about the whole thing was it just starts out with at the beginning with zero explanation of like, and just this assumption that this cast of characters would ever be hanging out with each other in real life. And you have like Duke, who is like a hunk. Hot. Who's like, yeah, we're who, all in who's, Duke. Who's wearing like his pleather, whatever, like black, you know, like outfit who's probably, like, in his 20s. And then you have, like, some old dude who looks like he's in his, like, 50s in a suit with, like, his, like, boring wife. They're all friends. <laughs> and they're all yeah. friends, and they're all, like, driving down the road to find, like, a yeah. party together. And the guy with the puppet is very weird. It's quite an eclectic cast. And then the... we got British Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. yeah. Right. Why is she there? I don't yeah. know. But she was my favorite. Yeah, she was the best. <laughs> She, she, was she was our Lana Del Rey. She was our Lana Del Rey. She smoked she, a cigarette for 30 minutes straight. She was, she was over it. She she smoked that cigarette. She did a little twirl. She was dating the gayest man that she ever could be dating. Yeah. Like, well, you're right. Killed by this, like, it reminded me of Alien. It reminded me of a Xenomorph. Or Gremlins. Yeah, slash Gremlins. With the, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was great. That I think that was my favorite death. Like the weird little. The music was great. The music was great. It was very. It reminded me of Laura Palmer, and it, he she got killed by like, it wrapped around her neck and then disintegrated her face, and it was like that was great. Yeah, it was, it was like a, it was like an amphibious monster. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like and like, where did he come from? Like at least exactly. Other, at least the other ones had like areas of the house to themselves. You're not here to ask questions. <laughs> Don't. Well, that's are, what you. Are you here? Are you here to ask questions about spookies? Because maybe we're at the wrong podcast. <laughs> I, I am sorry. Is this your podcast? Because I'm pretty sure that we are here to like completely tear this movie apart in a comfortable <laughs> manner. But I will say this. 
I'm glad we're all on board with Duke because I definitely we oh all want to fuck him. And his furry little ass. We wanted to fuck him. <laughs> and like and like he, like his, his shirt was like just short enough that you saw his belly a little bit. Yeah, you saw his like furry belly, you saw his furry like lower back hair. <laughs> and then he had to pull it down one time and I was like, yeah. Don't. One of my favorite things about this movie is that they chose the whitest names for all of the characters. <laughs> like, like they just asked some 35-year-old Karen to like write down all of her favorite white people names, and then she got to Megan and she's like, that's the winner. Because <laughs> the little blue guy's name was Connor. <laughs> yeah. Even the demon, the demon child was named. Connor. <laughs> like this is my like this is my demon child Connor, but like it's because his cousin Trey is at a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> at a basketball game tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Um. Just, Billy. Oh my God, Billy was like our inspiration for the whole thing. Yeah. And I then, mean, like, I heard I heard Megan's name, and I was like, wait. <laughs> They say vegan, like with an M. But also, is that like a whiter version of Megan? Because I know a girl named Megan that spells it like Megan with an A, where the other E should be. And I also hate that. Megan's. 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 Um... I don't know. So 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 let's just Megan's listening to this right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hope I hope there's a Megan listening to this. Um, at least one. Right. So, oh, so okay, so just probably best friends with like Kaylee and like Jennifer. <laughs> or, like Amber. There has to be an Amber. And maybe oh, there's for a summer and an autumn. And then probably like a Cynthia. <laughs> summer. Cynthia, she's a really cool dancer. And then there's, did you say Jenny? You already said Jennifer, right? Jennifer, what can I? Jennifer. Um, really? And like a Deborah, you know. Yeah. Um, right, so. The rest haven't existed in 40 years. <laughs> yeah. A Deborah hasn't lived here and. <laughs> Are you, re- Deborah? do you mean Megan? <laughs> <laughs> Laughing too hard. I can't do this. So end the conversation. End the podcast. End of conversation. That is the end of it. Thank you very much for your time. So nice. So like, so here's the thing. So I'm just so the actually wait. Never mind. I was about to say the only thing they didn't have in this movie was a vampire, but they technically kind of had vampires. Yeah. Yeah, But yes. There was there was a sorcerer. Yeah, it's a long There was vampire. There wasn't a wolf man. Yeah. Although the guy with the hook hand looked a little werewolfy, but not yeah. really. It was very strange. Well, right. Because I'm like, are you a vampire? Like, what are you? But then again, if they're if if he's like if he's a puppy to the to the overlord sorcerer dude, then maybe he is more on the side of, you know, a canine than a vampire. Yeah. I also um, didn't understand like what he was going for. Like he killed that child within five minutes and then he just held doors shut. Right. <laughs> the entire doorknobs. Like he just held doorknobs so people couldn't get out. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you have a fucking hook hand and all you fucking did was hold doors shut for 30, 45 minutes. He really or 
He drove that car once. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. He did drive a car. But, like, also had magical powers to, like, mask himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. the ending yeah. did seem like a little. <laughs> yeah, you have like the slimy witch, the spider woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I I would have to say that like, the, for me, it's a toss up for my favorite monster between the weird cackling like witch zombie lady in the tunnel. Yeah, she was brilliant. Yeah. Even though she was fake, it's fine. Like she had the most personality out of the entire movie. <laughs> And no story. No yeah. story. Yeah. No, absolutely no story. No. Um, so between her and then the Spider Woman. And yeah. that Spider Woman, like, I know she was, like, full-on walking cultural appropriation. But at the same time, <laughs> I she don't know was, like, she was, she was so committed to her role of oh, the Spider yeah. Woman. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. And that, like, whole prosthetic whatever was... Terrible. I mean, I hate spiders, so I was very affected by it. I used to close um, my eyes watching the spider scene in Jumanji. So. Oh no, that's fair. Well, yeah. what about what about like it? Like, not necessarily the new one, but the old one. Yeah, no, that was the grossest. Yeah, I don't do. Yeah, things with more than like four legs are not. Fun. No go. Yeah, no go. No okay. go. <laughs> we can only see Nick, so that meant a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like honestly, what happens in this movie, right? Like I, <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything and nothing. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a really old man, keeping, assumingly a woman that should be old, but is gorgeous because of course she is hostage, um, and he's been killing people to keep her young, young maybe because that's not really fully fleshed out. <laughs> That's where the porn editing comes in. It's like, well, maybe we'll figure it out. Let's have him talk through a vacuum hose so he sounds real spoopy. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Like, ever- things were like, what is this audio editing right. for anything that happens in this room? Like, anything right. that he says is muffled. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And at first I was like, oh, well, I'm watching this on YouTube, so that's probably what it is. But then it got better, and I was like, oh, okay. This was, no, we watch it HD. It's no, just it's as actually bad. yeah. We did like this is like the, <laughs> the 4K like remastering that we got on Blu-ray. Uh huh. And like visually, it looks amazing compared to like the old like VHS version. But then it gets to like that guy speaking, and You're it's like, like what? Like <laughs> yeah. Um, and but like also, why is he there? Like, what is going on? We don't know what his goal is at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, 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 I think his goal is to keep this woman hostage forever as his bride. Yeah. Um, well, even... if we recall correctly, my will to keep you alive is more than your will to die. <laughs> right. Which is like, horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, they, like, there should have been a prequel for just their relationship. That would have... <laughs> Yeah, just I'm like, like when they're dating, like but when they're right. just like casually dating, and he's like, just like, I'm gonna keep you alive forever. It also doesn't seem like he's been trying that hard because it's like <laughs> you've kept her in suspended animation for like 70 years, and you've just been waiting for like a couple of carfuls of like idiots to come to your secluded <laughs> mansion, and then right. like now you're gonna like 
reanimate her or something? Like, it's like you've been waiting all this time for, like, you couldn't <laughs> well, figure out Well, but how many people did you have to kill to do what he was doing? Because he killed a lot of people. Yeah. The graveyard was an example of yeah. all of the people he killed to yeah. keep her alive. It was low on specifics. Like, I don't really get the exact story of, of why, she, why it took this long. Well, she got eaten alive yeah. by all of the people he killed to keep her alive is basically what I gathered like I mean, yeah it's definitely <laughs> torn apart by hundreds of people that were killed to keep her alive but then like she also wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and that honestly that whole sequence of her like running through this graveyard but kind of playing frogger like around the groups of zombies <laughs> was really enjoyable to watch and then like she got everything ripped off of her down to her like you know j- just her slip and then and then somehow she still got away. So I'm assuming that vampire puppy boy brought her back to the dude. And then she's just stuck there. Um, but then, like, also, what was the... Like, so, so, like, the first shot of the movie is that pulsating chained yeah. coffin in the ground. Right. <laughs> and, and then... then to it at the end right and then and then you're like oh finally but then they cut away again and then it finally opens up and it's just the fucking dude (laughs) with a hole in his head with a hole in his head how did he get there yeah and why um so 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 he's not dead it just doesn't there's not much sense. It's fine. It's whatever. We're, we're, we're just... Logic as, in the 80s. We're just as sad as yeah. you are. This is why yeah. there were, like, five writers and, like, three directors. Or right. <laughs> and, and all that being said, this was an enjoyable viewing experience. Like, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> like that. I super appreciate that. Like the Grim Reaper dude looked like a straight up Halloween fucking costume. All of them. Like he looked, he looked like a Halloween decoration just hanging out on someone's porch. But and I, then the I, dude just flung him over the thing and he exploded. And blew up. And yeah. Blew up. Right. Why did he blow up? I will also, but I will say I do not appreciate that our beautiful Duke right. was, was so anticlimactic. I was in, anticipating that he was going to make a return. He just got flung over like this very nice. He said, "Aw, shit!" And he got <laughs> thrown over a table. And he got thrown over a table, and that was the last we saw of him. It was. Very I don't think he was dead. I really, I agree with you. I didn't think he was dead. I thought he was going to come back at the end and save the day, maybe shirtless, because that would have been nice. Yep, we all did. We wanted that heroin. So, like, where's our sequel starring Duke? He's right. still stuck in the house, and he's got to fight his way through the rest of the monsters. If we were to make, like, a modern version of that, who would play Duke now? <gasps> oh. Paul Rudd. Paul- oh. <laughs> wow. I wow. Wow, Ash. Wow. I well, would I- love to see a crop top Paul Rudd I fighting would- off Spooky and his underpants. I said it. <laughs> I mean sign that i was gonna say oscar isaac but oh yeah yeah <laughs> the hair different ends of the, the spectrum but yeah 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 like, yeah the hair. Like I, I i do see where the paul rudd thing is coming from but i don't <laughs> i don't know if... paul rudd is my 90s straight fantasy that i'll never fulfill I, that's fine never he's everybody's fantasy it's fine but i think if we're making the movie in 2020 there might be more of an issue with paul rudd as the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about the guy that I forget his last name, but he's married to Sofia Vergara? 
Um, we're in Joe, Joe Manganiello. Yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. That guy. The werewolf in True Blood. Yeah, he yeah. also has a perfect oh, cock shadow. Good. Yeah. Or or we give Taylor Lautner another chance. <laughs> Can we do that? I wouldn't be opposed to that. I enjoy him. I have authority is the question. <laughs> I will say, like, what? Like, no, I was just going to say, just, like, maybe, like, write him a really nice fan letter. Like, I really <laughs> loved your work in Twilight. And, like... I'm just asking you a personal favor. You're like, what's up? How are you? Um, are you okay? Yeah. Case working pads that have made much better decisions than you. Yeah. It's like, I'm working on this project and I really feel that your experience portraying a werewolf in multiple films would just be, it, 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 it would really add to the vision that I'm going for. Um, you know, have you ever heard of Spookies? <laughs> Please see attached storyboard. I apologize, it's on a napkin. <laughs> You're gonna love it. You are gonna love it. I, yeah, no, that would be like best email ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm like personally not a big fan of remakes, but I, I would love to see a really fun, cohesive remake of Spookies. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, this movie, regardless of being a remake, it could only go up from here, you know? <laughs> we, we joked about if we were going to remake this, we were only going to keep every dialogue exactly the same. Like, <laughs> if we were going to remake this, it would be, like, high-end budget, like, all of the effects, but every dialogue had to remain exactly the same. <laughs> well... You that... have two children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whoever whoever gets cast as the British girl, like come award season, that might be. It's gonna be Kira Knightley. <laughs> uh, what like, what about like? Um, I mean, I know like Kira Knightley like is probably already annoyed at Natalie Portman, but like, what about Natalie Portman? <laughs> is she British? No, but <laughs> but they look exactly the same. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, Keira Knightley played Queen Amidala's decoy. No. She did. Yeah, they were. Yeah, she played oh. in the. Oh God, I have so much useless knowledge. Mike, oh, I love that piece of knowledge. <laughs> that Mike, just... I think we just became best friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! First, I got. Like, yeah, first the Kira Knightley, and now I did Spice World. I can't wait to hang out with you guys later. <laughs> anytime, anytime you want. Ooh, yes. wait, what about, what about, what about Margot Robbie? Because she already has an accent. It's not British, but it's in the same vein. It's something. I'm into it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think she could do it. I, I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, she's but, done a lot of things lately, though. Yeah. Um, she was, maybe, uh, you know what? I'm going to throw a wrench in the gears. Maybe Rebel Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, as the Chloe Seven character? Oh yeah, I don't Give a little more dimension. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that would be like when they all of a sudden have that pull-out mattress that they're just like right. all, smoking cigarettes. I think just I could see Rebel Wilson on only there, yeah. smoking. only smoking and saying, "Get me out of here." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
just like, like refusing to do anything. Yeah, she yeah, refuses to like explore, do anything productive. She's like, I'm just gonna Other smoke. than sit on a twin size like pull out mattress. Yeah, yeah. That, that does seem very Rebel, Rebel Wilson when you break that down. Um, <laughs> yeah. You are the most like, I hope that's like a RuPaul's like elimination speech. Like, you are the most depressing thing here. Please go. <laughs> Never know. All Stars Five is coming up soon, apparently. So oh. great! Now I get to see more mediocrity on another level. Oh, oh, God. God. oh keep it going, Ash. Keep talking. Well, you never seen a mannequin lip sync before. <laughs> Uh, all I'm all I'm saying is, as somebody who is a fan of Trixie, I feel like Dela was robbed. I said it. Uh, she robbed herself. She robbed herself, and then Shangela should have won, but she didn't. So yeah, Brown should have won everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who I want to see on All Stars Five, and y'all can come for me all you want, but I want to see some Tammy Brown. Oh, yeah. that's, that's no, no, that, that is literally yeah. this crew's favorite. Like they don't yes. about anyone else. Well, I just <laughs> I have seen every one of Tammy Brown's live shows. I mean, not every single one, but every one of her tours, I have seen her in New York. And it is just always an experience. I want to see Tammy Brown lip sync against Jade Jolie. (laughs) I meant it sounds like a fair fight. It sounds like a fair fight. Honestly, like, Tammy, like, that might be the only time that Tammy Brown wins just with her, like, facial expressions. You know? What a time to be alive. Shoot, but yeah, so that's what cast is about. <laughs> and you yeah, correct. Correct. So we covered we covered cats. We covered the fever dream of spookies. Do you wanna quickly cover what Death Drop Gorgeous is about and what we can expect in the coming months for it? Because I'm pumped. I'm gonna let Ryan say this because I think Ryan needs to speak. Oh, oh. Ryan, give me the tea. Um, <laughs> so uh, we are in the uh, finishing stages or final stages of uh, editing. Um, we actually have uh, a full cut that is finished um, that we've actually submitted to some film festivals, but we're also still like doing little tweaks and edits as we go along and, and submitting it to like more festivals as they come along because there's um, sort of rolling schedules for when these festivals occur throughout the year. Yeah, uh, I'm familiar. Um, I used to volunteer for the Cleveland International Film Festival. I used to be oh, on the selection committee. Oh, so cool. I think their deadline is June. So I don't think it's too late for you guys to start submitting. So that way you can come out and we can party. Okay. Ash, Ash, we're not asking you to like give us a good push, but <laughs> Ash. <laughs> I can, I mean... I can put a word in or two. I know a couple guys. So do you still live in Cleveland? No. Yeah, I still live in Cleveland, yeah. What? What? Do you want to know that's class? <laughs> yes, I'm I live right down the street from now that's ass. Oh, shit. My little band's played there a bunch of times. It's like my favorite venue in the world. <laughs> it's it's definitely its own beast. Let's put it's it that insane. way. I, it's, it's completely insane. <laughs> It's definitely gone downhill since they got rid of Skate Night, and that's kind oh, of, like, oh. a bummer for me. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, they got rid of the ramps. The ramps are gone. Fuck! That's, like... Oh, never mind. I won't get into but it. But you can just go up the street to the Foundry, and that's literally down the street from my house. 
Brandon's still crying. I had a three way in their bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you had a three way in the bathroom? And so there's a gay bar next door, and our, the vocalist and I got completely obliterated before we even played. It was like a, a fuck hell of a night. And I brought two guys in from the bar. We made out during one of the bands, and like the owner was like, "You gotta be careful. There's Nazis in here." So then we went in the bathroom and uh, finished up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes that happens. Cleveland's a weird place. Sometimes there's Nazis. Sometimes there's not. Is by having sex in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, so yeah, no, I I was just I was more questioning the logistics of three people in one bathroom, but then you added the word Nazi. <laughs> You do what you gotta do to stay safe in this gay situation, man. When Nazis are afoot, you'd be surprised how many people can fit into a bathroom. We're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're here to collaborate. <laughs> but I suggest that you submit to Cleveland International Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, so, we're in this like strange stage where we have a two we have hour, a beautiful finish. We have a tour. <laughs> yeah, we have a beautiful finished two hour film. And we're coming to the um, reality that for marketability, we might need to like trim that down. So we've been kind of um, trying to trim the fat and like, I don't know, keep it tighter. For some, a- some international film festivals are being like, you're too long. And we're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, part, part of the problem too is, or not the problem, but like part of the charm of the film is you do have a lot of like drag queen performances in the movie. Um, so th- we're keeping those at a, at a limit, but they do add time to the film. So it's like there are some like fun performances. There's some bands in it too, but I mean, it's not like they play like full sets or do full songs. But definitely like you know, movies don't have that as a thing. So right and to back to Spookies. We have an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, and there you we go. Um, f- the whole. I mean, one of the running themes of like when we started writing this project is uh, we have a lot of ideas between <laughs> the group of us. And we've had to do a lot of editing and editing down. So that's been like the sh- the current struggle we're working through. But um, and, and we're getting there. I yeah. mean, like we're it's you really, know we're yeah. we're now like an hour fifty five. We have some friends that are going to be helping us like give opinions about like edits that we can do further to it. So we'll probably ultimately have like a director's cut that's closer to two hours, and then maybe a you know a, a, a cut that we're passing around that's like an hour and forty five minutes or something like that. But um, right. But, you know, ultimately, like, once once we are able to show it at a festival, assuming that happens, and we're hopeful that it will, um, then we'll be able to do, like, a public premiere or distribute it or release it in some capacity after that. Uh, but we're just basically now, like, in that beginning stage where we're trying to, to find the right venue to get it out there in order to, like, um, uh, get it distributed, and then we'll be able to, like, keep people, you know, uh, up to date about when we're actually able to, to release it and, and how that will be, so... That's awesome. And to be and we, real, though, to be real though, it's like we've showed the like we've showed the edited film to people and been like, yes, we're into that, and we're like, would you like to watch four hours of what we're talking about? Most people who've watched the film are like, we'd be into that. <laughs> right. They're like four hours of people getting murdered and drag queens. That's exactly why we love movies. And we're like, right. Hey, yeah. But we also have to cater to a different audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God damn it! Those 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 heteros, right? Like <laughs> ruining everything. I think Ru- we're the, ruining I, the sanctity of film. I, I, would, I would almost be compelled to start a podcast that says "Copulators Must Die." Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, intriguing that there's never been 
a gay couple having sex that dies first. Oh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> True. It's so a straight gay movie ever. Right, yeah. But, and but, this is like this is like your collective like first feature film, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, we're monsters. <laughs> so like basically going back to that like unofficial tagline for spookies, it's like a monster a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work, you know. <laughs> We're actually stealing it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was on any billboards, so I'm pretty sure no one would give a crap about it because yeah. we're just a monster per homo. Is basically what we got. Like, a homo a minute. Homo a minute. <laughs> that was that was my nice version. I wanted to say something rougher, but I toned it down. <laughs> I mean, you can here. This is this is the place to do it. Monster per faggot. There we go. That's great. Good for you. Thank you. I feel very supported and safe here. I mean, you should. This is like the safest place you could say that. Cool. It's safer than being gay on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I've never felt safe on gay on the internet. No, I don't know if Ashley is fully aware of what it's like to be a gay man on the internet. No, but I know what it's like to be a non-binary person in real life. So this is true. Way worse. Um, our life is like, would you like to come to our glory hole? And we're like, we're going to write a movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, like, when is a glory hole not a horror movie? Like, oh, it's always terrifying. Oh my God. The other day on Grinders, someone didn't like say, like, hey or anything to me. They just sent a photo of this makeshift glory hole, but it was just a green sheet hung up in a doorway with a hole in it. And you're like, I've got a movie about this. And I was like, I'm not going to that, I know better. But it was just like, and the sun was shining from the room, it was like covering, so you could see, see through the sheet. So it was like, this isn't even a real glory hall, I'll be able to see you. Yeah, you're like, fuck, there's just a hole in the sheet. Don't you know the rules about glory holes? Yeah. There's no glory here. There's no glory. This is just a hole. This is just a sheet. All right, dudes, do you want to quickly give us, each of you, your favorite part of making your movie? We should do this and then edit out the parts that don't sound good. <laughs> okay. Chris, you go first. Ooh. Um, my favorite part of our movie is the no apologies grossness of our horror. Like, we have reintroduced a, like, kind of sleaziness to a genre that has not been really relevant for a very long time since the 80s. I think collectively a big, big inspiration for most of us in the film. Bam! Bam! You're up, Brandon. Yes. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> the thing that I like most about the movie is, um, it's not like our, our, my first taste of really making a real movie. It's like we, we hire special effects people. We worked with, like, actors. We, like, you know, it's, it's really fun to watch people, like, with their craft and, like, we really kept it to like as queer as possible. Like our special effects people are queer. The majority of musicians are. The majority of the venues. I would say almost all of the actors, mm -hmm. essentially maybe a couple. Um, it was just really cool to just see all of it come together and just like, um, you know, it's just it's cool to just bring your community together too. Like we just said, there's so many like moving parts that were like 
people stepped in and helped us with just because they wanted to be a part of it. It was kind of, it was really cool to have that happen. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see like when, when people have like gay community or like or queer community, like we actually got to experience what it can be like. Right. So I'm hoping like in the future that this is something that can like eventually happen for everybody and we can all just fuck me along. Yeah. Sorry to sound like a dumb hippie, but like that's how it is. No, it's, <laughs> that's, amen. My, my yeah. favorite dumb hippie. <laughs> um... My favorite thing, I think, or at least one of my favorite things is, uh, besides the gore and the, the queerness of the movie, um, is the, the sort of great job that, like, all of the actors in, in our film did. Uh, like, we had, we had some people that had experience with acting, um, but most of the people who acted in our film did not, uh, or not at least in any sort of, like, professional capacity. And um, mm-hmm. and they really fucking brought it, and it's like, it's it's like such I don't know a joy to like watch them like bring these characters to life, and it's like the characters are awesome. Like you know I think the way that like these guys wrote them, but uh, whenever you actually watch these people like do their own take on the characters and like bring them to life on screen, it's like you fall in love with these characters um, in a way that you might not have like anticipated from reading the script. Like sometimes it might even seem like the characters are are relatively flat on script and then they like bring them to life and it's just it's super cool to see and like we had an opportunity to work with a really amazing cast of people so yeah i love that brandon was hippie but i'm about to get like flower child get like, flower <laughs> go there i think the i mean i think what these guys have said is um i can definitely co-sign all of that but i think what's really freaking corny but when i first started writing or like when i first met these guys um i i was friends with them or i knew them but um i wasn't like friends with them and throughout this like whole process like these guys are my best friends and it's like it's like nice to feel like someone who feels like a little bit of an outsider within like an already outsider community which is a theme in our film like it's nice to have like people this close to you that want to make like art and be fucking insane and like (laughs) into this like crazy fucking idea with like like, never made a movie but let's just see like how far we're gonna fucking go and then we're fucking submitting to film festivals (laughs) like across the country so it's just like this whole journey like again super corny but this whole journey and like getting closer to these guys has been like the best thing about this movie for me (laughs) next question Can we cut any of that out? No, I'm leaving all of it. It's great. You can't. We have too many feelings. You're stuck. I love feelings. Feelings are great. Well, we're chock full of them. Chock full of feelings, and I'm plumb out of questions. So, you guys, we technically didn't rate this movie though. Right? Do you want to? You want to rate spookies? Let's rate spookies. We do one to five pumpkins as our rating system. Round table. Nicholas, you go first. Um, mainly because it was so enjoyably horrible, I'm going to give this a three. Ooh. Chris? Four, because I also enjoy horrible movies, and I five is reserved for things I emotionally feel connected to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a four just because it's. I love how surreal and crazy is. I love prosthetic effects. I love that I just went for it. Um... And I have, like, a childhood attachment to it. So, yeah, I'll go with a four. <laughs> I was going to go with a 3.5. But because Ooh, I got to see a furry midriff, I'm going to go to four. <laughs> oh, that's fair. 
Hot. That is a compelling argument. Where is the think piece on furry midriff? <laughs> furry midriffs. <laughs> think piece. I think piece. I was gonna say three point five as well, but Michael's think piece just convinced me. Ash. I'm going to give it a four because I am a slut for practical effects. <laughs> um, and in addition to that, this is my first time seeing it, so it was like. It was like a controlled vacuum of weird that I really appreciated. Yeah. yeah, you could not escape it. You're like, what am I? Scared? No, I was. I had to ride it out to the end to see what happened. <laughs> like, okay. like, oh wait, this is the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I think like a good way to describe this is like a, it's a really weird game of Clue. <laughs> Either a really weird game of Clue or, or playing every single Scooby-Doo episode at the same time. <laughs> yeah. All the villains are going, like, from door to door like it's a Benny Hill cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> they just never they just never catch anyone. So. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad, Ash, that we've never seen your face, but, like, I appreciate it at the same time. Because uh, you're, you're offering some beauty. It's my air of mystery. <laughs> A lady never tells. <laughs> I feel like you're like the lawnmower man, like just sucked into the mainframe. Oh my just god! The <laughs> um, like if the lawnmower man and Wilson from Home Improvement had a child. <laughs> I feel like that's oh. never been uttered before. <laughs> Nailed it! Nailed it! Nailed it! Just gonna Guys, leave them, you're going to leave them with that visual, Ash? I like, am. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if you want to see what I look like, I'm on Instagram. So also, plug, your, plug your social medias. Plug everything that you can plug to plug the shit out of your craft. Because we're friends now. So we are super proud of you. And I am so excited to see what comes of this. I think we need to send you guys a link. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, guys you, guys, you guys are yeah. both so sweet. And like, yeah. Yeah. Brandon's computer is on oh, full. Oh, we got it. Oh, 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 no. no. Got it. She's got it. I it. Yeah, we'll send, you, we'll send you guys a link of like the cut we have right now. Yeah, um, do you oh. want to watch the full movie and then, and then sign a non-disclosure agreement? <laughs> Absolutely. I will sign whatever you want. I, we're friends now. I want to be part of the fam. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you, Nick. I cannot look at Ash. <laughs> so the, the movie we're going to send you guys, The Cut, is like, it's, it's the movie that really we, we really want. It's like, it's there. It's just like, we have to, like we said, for for best purposes, cut it down. So you'll be seeing like the actual vision and version that we, we like the best. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> us as monsters, we're like, yeah, you're going to watch this two and a half hours <laughs> of movie and you're going to love it. And most people are like, we do love it. Most fests have been like, we need an hour and a half. And we're like, well, that changes things. And we need to edit some characters out. And then it's like, fuck, Mary kill of your own cast. And that's real hard. Exactly. We have fuck, Mary killed the shit out of this. We fucked, married, and killed all of them. And we're like, oh, leave it at two and a half hours. I'm exhausted. I'm yeah, exhausted. Yeah, we love who we fucked and married. <laughs> Beautiful. Sometimes, and the people you killed because the project wouldn't be the same without it. But thank you guys so much for being a part of this and giving us some insight on what's going on in your world and letting us be a part of it. I'm so excited. Thank you for being clearly fellow monsters. Yeah, thank you so like much. you're both 
definitely monsters, and we love that. I mean, yes. We're from New Jersey, so. <laughs> it comes with the territory. Yeah. I mean, I'm both worried and happy about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, I mean, no. if New Jersey was a monster, it would be chet the shit monster from weird science (laughs) (laughs) or or one of the or one of the farting zombies in the basement oh yeah (laughs) yeah they had a lot of concerns yeah do you guys want to um plug your social medias so that way our little pumpkins can follow you and follow your film's journey absolutely and we kept it super simple so on instagram you can follow us on death drop gorgeous on (laughs) <laughs> Facebook, you can follow us on Death Drop Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. On our website, you can follow us on www.deathdropgorgeous.com. Twitter, I'm going to lean towards it's Death Drop Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we also were, don't tweet much. So. We were also no, sorry, Twitter's really hard for us. Yeah, no. we don't like Twitter. Yeah. Honestly, don't look us up on IMDb though, because apparently there's a million Drop Dead Gorgeouses and to death drop gorgeous is is confusing yeah. right <laughs> but we'll be there eventually <laughs> someday soon and i'm super excited thank you guys for coming yeah um, it was an absolute pleasure to have all of you and hopefully soon you guys can make it to cleveland and we can all go to now that's ass yeah! <laughs> this was an amazing conversation guys and um I feel like we've made lifelong friends. And also, this podcast has always been about, like, queer artists uh, supporting other queer artists. So I'm really happy we were able to do this. Um, should we plug our own shit, Ashley? Yeah. 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 All right. We're here. I'll drink. So our website is copulatorsdiverse.com. You can find all of our social links there. But Instagram is at copulatorsdiversepod. Um, Twitter is at... <laughs> EDF pod. Um, we don't really use our Facebook, but it's copulators die first. Um, my personal Instagram, as you all know, is she bring it to every ball. Um, <laughs> you guys don't know, but now you do. <laughs> oh, give it to me. I'm following. She bring it to every ball, but it's she bring it to the number two, you every ball. Um, and Ashley, your. You- can find me at gory underscore Feldman. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Wait, one, Thank more, you. one more time. Gory underscore Feldman. Gory <laughs> underscore. <laughs> That's awesome. F. That is a great, great handle. Thank you. Thank you. She worked really hard on that. We I did. I time. did. And the funny thing about our podcast is that my AIM screen name in high school was Copulators Divers. That's amazing. That's how this all happened. Yeah. Kismet. All came together. Well, guys. Am I spelling gory wrong? How do you spell gory? G-O-R-Y. What? I added an E. (laughs) That's not how Corey Feldman spelled it. (laughs) Thank you. There you are. Oh, my God. That's me. And I'm already following you. <laughs> yes, now we're friends. Yay. Guys, when did I Friday. start following you? Who knows? Uh, one half, yep, of copulator must die. First pub. Yep, that's you. you. That's very much you. <laughs> that's me. I love it.
Does she look like the lawnmower man crossed with what's his name from? Uh, <laughs> is she left or right of the photo? Oh, I don't I am know. To the left. Like. <laughs> left with glasses. Me with Katya. Me with Nick. Me with ice cream. My cat paw. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Yo, no, it's a cat paw. That's me. I'm cat like, paw. Oh, I don't know if your phone's blowing up, but I'm doing it. I can't wait for it to blow up. I guess we're best friends now. <laughs> Yay. Yay. It was wonderful to have you guys. We look forward to being a part of any creative creative endeavor that you want to include us in. Oh, and yeah. we are always just a text away. So You're both the cutest. Thank you. You guys are <laughs> all cute. What a what a hand I've never been in a room full of so many handsome men. It's very strange for me. <laughs> We've also been like really blown out with magenta. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's fuchsia. You, it's fuchsia. It's fuchsia, damn it. <laughs> and with that, pumpkins, we will see you next time. Oh, um, goodbye. Bye. Keep on creeping on, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.